I V M. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome to the diary of the traveling professor, and I'm Sirat Deshmukh, your friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. What do I have in store for you this week? Hmm, going back to school. In fact. I did a bit of uh, my own version of this when I asked all of you guys on LinkedIn or on uh, my Instagram, uh, what kind of topics would you want me to cover over here? And a lot of you answered some, you know, uh, in in very enthusiastic fashion, and not just that, but some really good uh, directions for me to move ahead. Because all I can say is that I see this podcast as a box of chocolates. you know uh, so you can look at it and and have a selection of various things that you know can stimulate the imagination a little so having said that today's diary entry is going back to school in fact a lot of india is going back to school right now and a lot of the world or maybe a lot of the us will be going back to school in september and a lot of the world will be going back to school because you know lockdowns are unlocked and and the rest of it now i am wondering about this i'm wondering on many many fronts so as a professor who loves to have his class okay in an actual class well zoom meetings are fine but in an actual class it's obviously you know something i'm looking forward to but you know what i'm not looking forward to is students actually going pouring back into campus and suddenly being infected by the coronavirus passing it on to older professors and becoming hotbeds of the virus itself so i am in a bit of a moral quandary what is the right thing to be done over here now it's a very interesting problem or an opportunity the way in which you look at it for all school administrators some school administrators are doubling down saying hmm we have to get students back to school and perhaps there is an economic reason for that and not perhaps it is there is an economic reason for that see some campuses are built in such a way and some business models are completely dependent on those campuses so actually when a student signs up to a particular school he or she is actually signing up to the experience of being on that campus not just he or she but also the parents now the funny thing is that is under question because if i take admission to a school it's quite likely that one term or even two terms are likely to be online and people might be going back to school but they are beginning in a virtual way so the experience of a campus is something which definitely is going to go missing and so there is a bit of a compromise here now again very complicated issue right because you have on one hand uh, you not having the experience of a campus but on the other hand you belong to a system a community or a club or whatever you want to call it which will allow you to you know differentiate yourself from other people especially if you gotten into a prestigious school very 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 difficult for the student to decide whether they should take a gap year or whether they should not take a gap year on the other hand school administrators are trying all possible ways of doing two things one is not reduce the fees because eventually salaries have to be paid and campuses have to be maintained whether or not students come down to campus 
and at the same time actually deliver a really good experience for students. So there have been different measures that have been taken in order for the students not to, uh, you know, feel uh, that there's something amiss. Of course, there's something amiss, but at least the student knows that the school is making a special effort. And some schools are certainly succeeding in this as much as they possibly can in the situation. Now, having said this, what should an individual do? Suppose I have an admission in a college. What should I do? Now, here's my answer. Here's the traveling professor's take on this. I think that if you belong to a prestigious, in, you know, prestigious and, you know, well-known sort of institute, I think you should take that admission. And if it fits into your life's plans, you just go ahead with it because that will still count. And the reason why it will count is even though you may not have an off-campus experience, you've built a network, perhaps not a community, but at least a network of people who you can grow with through the rest of your lives and your careers, maybe. So also, it's quite likely that you will at least have some part of uh, the experience when uh, people do go back to campus. And, um, you know, the networking thing and the rest of it might work. And to be honest, the... Uh, the quality of the lectures, while of course they are compromised and of course, you know, there's a lot of peer-to-peer -peer learning that happens uh, when, when you're in a class uh, as well as the professor, you know, who's used to a classroom, you know, takes his delivery a notch or two above uh, a Zoom meeting. It's still possible. It's still possible, very much possible that you may still benefit if it's a prestigious school. But if it's not a prestigious school, then I would just suggest drop it. Drop it, take a gap year, explore yourself, yeah? Explore the world around you as much as you can, of course, in this lockdown. Or try to get some work experience or try to just learn skills. In fact, one of the things that is happening is that I am now beginning to see a lot of people, a lot of people get on and do some skill building without really bothering about going to school, so people are going for data analytics or Python or so on and so forth. And that's excellent. That's an excellent strategy to have, provided you're not confusing it with going to school. Because I don't think that school is only school, college, university, whatever you want to call it, right? I don't think it is only about building a skill, although that's a big part of it. I think it's the network, it's the experience of peer-driven learning, it's the experience of being responsible for your own, it's the so a lot of people are going away from home for the first time. You know, all of that, or people who have been doing, having some work experience, getting back into education, it is a cathartic, life-defining experience for which goes beyond skill building. So my view is any person who's looking for a cathartic life-building experience, please take a gap year. Okay, don't waste your life do, uh, doing some online thing. Build online skills instead. Take up a skills building course for the next year or so. Take some work experience and see how it goes. For the universities, I know that this would mean that there are people who have taken an admission and go, gone away. But wouldn't you rather have people who have gone away and want to come back at a later year than having disgruntled clients and customers, dear universities? Of course it is. So have a think about what I'm saying. If you're a student, if you're a you know, college administrator, or if you're a professor. Professors, I think this is the biggest, biggest challenge for 
all of us, right? Because all of us are used to a certain pattern of doing things. And now suddenly it's all being challenged. I'm personally, I'm loving it. I'm welcoming it because it has the ability for you to grow uh, and evolve as, as, as an individual and as a teacher and be able to connect and, you know, deconstruct, deconstruct things into the very basic elements. I think that's what's happening in the main, the deconstruction of the school to its various elements, networking, campus experience, skill building, all of that. Well, I hope you like this diary entry of mine. Many more to come from where this came from. Thank you for all the suggestions on Instagram, where you can obviously follow me and on LinkedIn, where you obviously you can follow me uh, as the traveling professor. If you like podcasts like these, well, there's again, ivmpodcast.com, which you should go to or just download the app. Until next time then. 